0: Hey, everyone. It's uh, Pup Twigs here from Orlando, Florida. And joining me on this next episode of Unleashed, I've got uh, Pup T-Bolt from Queensland, Australia. How are you? Good, thank you. Good, good. So so tell me about the origin of your name, T-Bolt. And also, uh, I'm guessing it's it looks red and black, your, your pup hood. Is there any significance to the red color that you've chosen for your Puphood?
1: Okay, so the origin of my name, T-Bolt. T comes from, well, the name comes from my two favorite TV shows and series. So T is from Tiberius Kirk from Star Trek, and Bolt is from the Disney movie Bolt. Again, at the time, when I was um, younger, if you like, I didn't realize that puppy was there. Um, as early as the 90s, when I had my first business, I actually used a portrait, um for Paul Anderson web design and used the logo, Are You Ready to Be Poured? So that's sort of where my interest in leather appeared. And then it's only really been since puppies being very prominent and I've got my first hood design that the red is a little bit towards my sexual preference, if you like. So being a gay male and also found that I discovered I did like um being a bottom. There you go. <laughs> so I do and also red's my hair color from when I was young. And my first puppy dog that I had as a pet was a red-colored haired dog. So red's always been a favorite color as well.
0: Okay, all right, good. Well, how long have you been a pup? So
1: in the 90s, as I mentioned, puppy was sort of there, but I didn't realize. So it's only really been just on three years that puppy's been well and truly prominent
0: in my life. Okay, and has
1: made quite a big difference.
0: Well, well so in, in those three years, what have you found to be the easiest? And what have you found to be the most difficult part of being a pup?
1: So The easiest part is the community, I have to say. I know it's repetitive and you've said it probably many times through your interviews, but the pop community is just so welcoming, non-judgmental, all-inclusive. And just no matter who you are, where you come from, what you do, what you like, straight, gay, black, pink, green, purple or yellow, the pop community just welcomes everybody. And that's just so good to making you feel good about yourself and not being judged on how you look or etc that's exactly. the best thing worst thing is being very difficult being an older person coming into the pub community which i guess did originate back in the older days from the bdsm community mm-hmm. and being seen as almost trying to be a 20 year old person in the pub community but in fact i'm actually 60. so the Groups that I go to, I'm about 20 years older than most of the other puppies there. Closer to the age of a handler, but I definitely don't um, recognize myself as a handler in any way. Definitely, I'm a puppy.
0: Well, and, and I was going to ask you, because I don't think we'd ever talked about it, about your age and my age, and, and you just told me yours, I will be 60 in January. And, and so no. so we're both right at the same age age at this point uh, yes well i'm 16 about two two and a half years for me uh into the puppy community and i absolutely just love it
1: yes it's been awesome and listening to your interviews too it's just so overwhelmingly awesome if you like to see the experiences of all these younger folks who and letting and seeing how they can experience this now and how much it will affect them
0: through their livelihood as they grow older. Oh yeah, and, and our we have a a group here called the Hound Hound here in Orlando, and I finally started getting some of them to want to come on and be interviewed. And the good thing about those is they're all in person. Oh, wow. yes. I've, in fact, I've got another one tomorrow that I'm shooting tomorrow afternoon. He's coming over to the house here, and we're going to be uh, doing another podcast. Awesome.
1: I, as I said, have been really enjoying them. Good. My puppy headspace, place. It's just been amazing. And,
0: and that's why I do them. I, I do them so people can enjoy them, get to know other puppies around the world, and just learn about the community.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it is really just a, a personality is how I call it. It's not really a kink as such to me it's more a personality and to have that little bit of playfulness and be able to escape your everyday job especially as you know being an older person too how much pressure there is on you at work how much stress they can be involved in a managerial position so oh, yeah. to get into your puppy headspace it's
0: just so releasing uh, agreed agreed so so speaking about community If there's something that you could change right now about the pup community, what do you think you would want to change?
1: I have been trying a little bit. It is difficult, but when you get your groups that are in the major cities, I guess where all the major puppies are, and it's easier to get groups together, a little bit more of the interaction with those who aren't as close, or sometimes when they hold events, they're in an evening during the week, And I understand they've got to get the majority of people along to enjoy. But just to consider those of us in maybe three or four hours from where they are or something like that to allow us to have a bit more interaction,
0: that would be the only thing. And I have been
1: trying to work on it, but it is
0: difficult. Yeah, I I, I agree with you on that piece. So what kind of advice would you give somebody that's wanting to just now get into the pup community?
1: if they in any way feel that from what they've seen is really, really appealing to them, find somebody, anybody, anywhere, anyhow, even if you start going through your local park, find somebody that latches on to how you're feeling or that you can see how they're feeling mm-hmm. and just start chatting to start with and then see where that leads you. As I said, you know, I started out very, very, very shy. Um, what I'm wearing today, I never would have worn three years ago. No, uh-huh. not on your lot. I would have had a t shirt and long shorts, and and yes, my hood, but that was about it. So, don't be ashamed if you've got nothing, if you're not comfortable in anything, if you don't want to show your face and you want to chat with somebody, definitely take the effort to start that conversation. Yeah. You will find that we're all very caring. Um, like, I'm even mentoring somebody at work just in their um headspace not puppy but still headspace and it makes such a big difference to be able to then just talk openly with somebody and that's just the start of the path to your freedom of spirit really
0: yes yeah well what brings you the most joy out of uh being a pup and being in the pup headspace
1: for me it's um i've been with a partner now for 20 years um it's really invigorated our relationship because I can now be somebody that I don't have to hide. Um, it's a little bit more accepting now that he's seen the community as well. So for me to be able to enjoy my time with my partner, like we even play little games. I I'm, you know I run around, and the fact that he's always looked after me, he's always been my handler, almost if you like to say. Mm-hmm. And he's always somebody who's cared for me and looked after me. So that's just the part that I find now that I can do it and not have any reservations. Um, as you know, growing up in the 60s and 70s, it's very difficult to be openly gay, let alone openly kinky at the same time. So the you know, times have changed, which is great. But now that I can be so with a partner, it's just wonderful.
0: Good, good. Well, and, and that kind of brings me to my next question. Uh the thing you brought out a minute ago, what is your favorite play toy? Is that one of them that you have?
1: Oh, yes. Yes, every little, little squeaky puppy.
0: Yes. And then we also chase them all. Oh, nice. And then when we're feeling quite kinky, we go full hog. Oh, you got the tail. There you go. Nice. That is, I love that so much. So, I hear from so many pups that, that, I get to interview on what being a pup and being in this headspace has done for their mental health. What has it done for you?
1: I find that even at work now, if I start to feel the stress come on, I've got a squeaky toy I carry in my bag. All I do is just tap that with my foot and it's almost magical. puppy headspace can come into play, the stresses go away. I'll get up and even sometimes just chase my tail that isn't there around it at my desk for, for a minute, sit back down again, and it's just like almost endorphins to let me get back into that yeah. business that I have to do, but it takes the edge off all the stresses. I come home so much more relaxed, so much more playful, and as I said, it's just enhanced our relationship so much. So it's just been awesome. Now yeah, that I can do it so freely,
0: Oh, that's great. That's great. So so what is one thing you wish you knew before you became a pup?
1: Oh gosh. If I hadn't known how freeing as I know I keep repeating, but i I hadn't known how freeing it is of spirit, even back in the 90s, I obviously had an inkling because I used that PAWB port and and whatnot in my business name. If I had known what that actually meant back then in the way of how it feels, that's why I said if somebody's out there got any inkling about anything or any curiosity, sometimes it's the curiosity that is the underlying spark. Talk to somebody. Sooner the better.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So what hobbies do you have there in uh, Queensland, Australia, besides being a pop? <laughs> So my
1: partner and I do like to travel. We live in a caravan or a trailer, as the Americans call them. And we live in a trailer park, but ours is not permanent. So we are completely mobile all the time. And as much as we can, we've got a permanent site. But as much as we can, we want to travel. We love going out for um, coffee and a lovely meal at a themed restaurant or just somewhere interesting. Other than that, we are big, have big avid watchers of television and, and sci-fi and Disney.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, good. What about pets? Do you have any have mention, pets? Of course.
1: have to mention walkers. We love going walkers.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I know there's a lot of titles that come with, with puppies. You've mentioned one, a handler, but you also got Beta, you got Omega, you got Alpha. Do you identify as Any of those? I mean, some people just identify as a stray.
1: Definitely not a stray. Definitely well and truly tied to my partner. Um, Yes, I call him a hand-like. He also sometimes acts as an alpha. So Mm -hmm. he's sort of that controlling side, but also caring side. Um, Definitely me as a beta. I wouldn't say I'm Omega, but I'm a beta service puppy, you could say. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I still like to have a little bit of control now and again, but much prefer to be controlled, looked after, and, um, yeah, whatever
0: my handler wants, he gets. There you go. So, something that really, it's something new probably for you and I, but the, the younger ones have grown up with it now, but when we talk about pronouns, um, do you have a set of pronouns that you go by, or do you just not really, you know, deal with uh, the pronoun piece?
1: um I sort of understand why they do as in the Mr and the Mrs of the past that where we used to like when you went to somebody's house you never called them Jack or Jill it was Mrs Smith or Mr Jones so in that respect I guess the pronouns is the gay community's way or our way now of identifying those titles to the people in the LGBTQI plus area and I think it's quite quite good that they've decided um, I'm still I still go as a Mister, or if somebody says, well, you know, we'd like to put a pronoun uh, down, what you identify as, it's definitely he/him.
0: Yeah, and, and uh, even even with the the Zoom call down at the bottom of my screen, I have my pronouns on there because it's become a a mainstay anymore. It's very common. So yes,
1: well, colleagues oh, oh, is nice, but. He him pup twigs or Mr. Pup Twigs, as, as what we would recognize it as, is yes. just being for
0: So, So what kind of events do you have going on in Queensland, Australia that you go to?
1: So our local community in Brisbane, which is about an hour and a half drive south from me, uh, they do an event on the fourth Sunday of every month. And our group is QPACs, so Queensland Pups and Handlers. And they do that every an afternoon on a Sunday, three to six on the fourth Sunday of the, every month. And afterwards, it's held, at, it's held at the sportsman's hotel and they go then upstairs for, for dinner. It used to be a bit earlier. I used to go regularly. Now I just got to plan it a bit more because I've got to get up to go to work very early on the Monday. Oh, sure. And I do struggle at my age driving at night time.
0: Yeah, yeah. So so let's think about uh, a question that you would want to ask uh, the next pup that I interview, which uh, will be one of my local pups, which is tomorrow. Uh, What would you want to ask them?
1: I think we've sort of been discussing it a little bit, but if you're an older person and there's a younger pup around, definitely look after that older person and just go up to them and say, so when did you discover you were a pup, and how does that affect you? That would be the question that I would be asking anybody. Okay, so if they're twenty, if they're sixty, if they're twelve, it really doesn't matter. Of oh, eighteen, um, you know, if you've got that feeling, and you see somebody, just go and ask them, and, and say for the next puppy. Okay, when did you first experience that feeling that something was different? And that when you saw a puppy, it sort of had bit, it had affect you, even mm-hmm. if it's a bio So that
0: sort of question. Okay.
1: Sorry, it's okay. not very specific there, pup, but yeah.
0: Okay, that's a, that's a very valid and good question to ask. So your question came from pup C, S E A, from Washington, Ohio, here in the United States. And she goes by uh, she, her. And she wanted to know when did or how did you know you wanted to be a pup? How did you know that you wanted to be a pup? What feeling did you get? Okay, so
1: it's an evolutionary uh, sort of experience for me. I sort of had that back of the head feeling that there was something different. And it wasn't just being a gay male back in the 70s and 80s when I first realised that came on. I didn't really come out as a gay person until I was in my late 30s and had stayed quite single since then. And then one day I was just looking at stuff on the internet, saw a picture of a human pup play and something just clicked right then and there. And that's when the research started. And that was only about four years ago. So that's how that sort of evolved for me. But since then, as I mentioned through this interview, it's been such a wonderful, wonderful experience.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you totally on that and stuff. So, so if other pups may want to reach out to you and say, hey, I saw you on Unleashed or just want to reach out and say hi, what kind of social media do you have that you would uh, care to share?
1: Yep, so I do have a few, and um, it's just basically for me to be able to get out there and find more people to talk to and share experience. So I do have a Recon profile. I've got two Facebook ones: one under my name, and one under uh, "Puppy's Awesomely Wicked Designs." If I can sort of work it at right a point over there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a Twitter account and a um, Telegram account. It's just a matter of, as I say for me keeping in touch with what people do and, and enjoying the experiences and sharing where I can. But um, as you mentioned, I did send you a list, happy to share. Well,
0: well I will make sure they all get included on um on the video. So if a pups uh, that, that view this can reach out if they so choose to and and everything. But any uh parting words that uh pup T Bolt would like to share before we uh get off of the this video
1: just as i said can't repeat it enough if anybody out there wants to contact me in any way shape or form i'm very very happy to chat about my experiences any concerns they might have um, consent being a huge thing in this community <laughs> so they've got no concerns about being
0: manhandled
1: molested whatever that the consent consent part of this community is So amazing is what makes it feel so safe to express yourself. So don't be afraid. Ask.
0: Yeah. Well, it has been an absolute pleasure getting to chat with you for a little bit uh, on this. And uh, hopefully it won't be the last time that we will talk and chat uh, online. Not
1: a problem at all. I've got all your details. You've got mine. Consider that
0: a date. All right. Hey. So good to talk to you.
1: Awesome.